This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, two announcements. One, go on my Instagram, check out these videos that we've been putting out at Jared Freed. I did one with Chris Stefano, another one with Chris Cello, Lisa Traeger. They're fantastic videos, and I want you to check them out at Jared Freed. Also, today's episode, All Timer. Guys, we got a bedwetter, we got a guy who's looking to close in the fall, and a girl dealing with tons of sensitive dudes. Check it out, enjoy. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is unbelievable what's going on with this podcast. The, the momentum we have this summer is just out of control. As my, as my good friend, as my good friend Guy Fieri would say, out of bounds. What's going on here? You guys are getting into it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was just in Montreal. I just want to say uh, thank you again. Went to the Montreal Comedy Festival just for laughs. What a blast. Uh, I was on the New Faces show. Uh, really, And I mentioned it before. It was so nice to go and be a part of. And um, I even had some of you come to shows, which is crazy. You know, the New Faces is uh, comics from all over the country that get asked to come and be featured, and um, it, it's, you know, I, I don't think there were very many that had, you know, random dudes coming to support, you know, <laughs> and um, I, I gotta say, there was a guy named Seamus, I think his name is, thank you for coming, there was a few more, they were all over the place, it was, was crazy. It leprechaun? Was it a-, the, a leprechaun came, literally yeah. came and supported, and wow. it, it's, uh, it, 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 you know, I don't know how to put it, it feathered my nuts um, to have you guys... You know the support and the and the snaps and the tweets and the Instagram, just people wishing me luck, and it is really unbelievable. So, thank you guys. Um, on that note, you really want to feather this podcaster's nuts? Tell a friend. Tell one friend. Tell two friends. Tell three friends. This is the official podcast of your shitty summer internship. Official podcast of your long car ride. Official podcast for people with ears. Anyone with ears. So you tell your mama, your papa, your sister, your brother, your fraternity brother, your sorority sister, some guy that you saw walking down the street, just look at him and say, hey, you want to hear the subtle, sweet, soothing sounds of Papa JT? Check this guy out. Subscribe. Also subscribe. And let's do a thing. We're going to start something new. This is this week. We want you to comment on iTunes page and Shelby's gonna be kind of in control of this. What, what would what was the game we decided on? 
feather your nuts in the iTunes reviews. So we want you to feather my nuts in the iTunes reviews, and all you write is a different take on feathering my nuts. Boil my beans. All, we want to, the most creative versions, and we're going to put them on the iTunes page and just say, here, just to feather your nuts. So you take your own take, on, your own creative take on feather my nuts. Five stars and a feather. It's a five-star feather. A five-star feathering. So go on iTunes right now, press pause, go to the review section, put five stars, and then you do your creative, your most creative version of feathering my nuts, and we'll read them on next week's show. Yeah. So that's our game, and I'm very excited about today's guest, uh, an OKP, original <laughs> key player. <laughs> Such a pleasure. You've heard him pop in a little bit already. Sean Donnelly, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm totally curious, though. Have you ever actually had your nuts feathered? Um, I've had them licked. I've had I've, them licked, too. How great is that? It's I a, like it's, when a girl will take one ball and just suck on the one ball. You ever have that? Uh, yeah, I have. You're right. It's a, it's a sensation. It's a sensation. The, the licking is the licking's great because it's like you don't... It's such a... It's not the type of sensation. It's not the type of feeling you feel all the time. No, so you're feeling like this is the only time I'm gonna feel like this. There's no other situation in your life <laughs> where, where, where you're gonna feel like your balls are being licked. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's uh, it's really amazing that, and it's like, you know, that's why I try to travel. When I go down on a girl, I'm traveling. You're all over the place. I'm all over the place. You yeah. don't know where you you're looking at my right hand. I'm doing shit with my left hand. <laughs> you know, that's you're a globe trotter. I, I am a globe trotter, <laughs> and yes, that means I will lick your yeah. ass off. I will go straight. That's uh, that's my favorite move. Is is you'll go down on a girl and then like a little peekaboo, just go, like a little uh, go out to the of basement nowhere. surprise visit. Surprise visit to the basement just for a second. Just for like... a second because I want to see you. There's a reaction you want when you lick a butthole, and I know that this is very blue quick on a Tuesday. I'm yeah, sorry, it is quick, yeah. mom and dad. I, I kind of started. Are listening. It's okay though. No, but listen. And if I ever hooked up with a chick and like she pulled a feather out of her pocket, I would come immediately. I would just be like, just, just for the, just for the insider yeah, the thing, inside. like just to, just the fact that she knew enough and prepared and brought yeah. a feather, She's I'd be like, like oh, you're such a fan that that made me come, you know. And then we would have that moment of like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then like ten minutes later, I'd be like ready to go again. And then we'd do the feather. What if she pulled it out and you're like, oh my god, you're a fan of my podcast? She's yeah, like, like didn't know until and, then. And then, but then she was like, no, it's my quill pen. <laughs> no, I. And she's like, you have a podcast? Is... <laughs> Relax, get over yourself. Get over yourself. <laughs> and why is there come everywhere? Well, I thought you were a fan. Uh, that's... And now we're done. <laughs> and now we're done. And then she ends it. And now she has a weird story. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Um, that just reminded me of a joke a guy did. I, I, I digress. But I, uh, I do like the what I'm looking for when I do the peekaboo. On the on the b hole, I want her to be shocked, but then happy. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like you want like a little like a like a little movement. Like right now, it's tough on on, on over, over the air. Over the air, but it's like you want like a shiver, but then a relax. You want her to react like it's a, a like I just threw her a surprise birthday party and she just walked in. So <laughs> so you want her to go. <laughs> That's the reaction every guy wants because you don't want you want like, her to be carrot top. Is that what yeah, that yeah, yeah. sounds like? I, I don't want that her to, like carrot top hitting the stage. Yeah, you don't want her to walk into her surprise party and be like. Yeah, I knew it was good. Yeah. This yeah. is what I thought you... If you for, good, you finally had a birthday party for me. <laughs> this is what should happen. Yeah, this is what should happen. No, you want a little bit of, like, oh, 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 oh ah, No, hello. You know, hello. Yeah. Um, 
So, so to answer your question, no, I'd love a girl to feather my nuts in real time. What, do you, I, Sean? I'm pumped to have you here. If you don't know Sean, he's so funny. You're all you're all gonna love him if you don't already. At Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. That's correct. And you have a podcast that we uh, want to talk about a little bit because yes. I've been on the podcast. You have. I had such a good time. It was such a fun episode. We talked and de- explain. It's called <laughs> Defend Your Movie. I love the premise of this podcast, and this is kind of where we're at with podcasting. You need, you need a hook, a ladder statement. You actually helped me come up with like the name and I, the hook. A I had bit I had a the, little yeah. bit of a uh, just. I was just. Giving you my opinion. Uh, the backstory is I wanted to do a movie podcast, but I knew I was basically just, you know, po- super saturation. There's a million yeah. movie podcasts. And there's a million podcasts. There's a million podcasts on top of that. So That's I why you I should keep telling your kind- friends about the J-Train podcast and spread the word. That's why I knew I needed some kind of hook. So the hook was we have people on, and in your case, it was having my friend Jared Freed yeah. on to defend a movie that you love that nobody else really does. Yes. It's, it's and- taking a movie that you are like... You're, you've, you've, people roll their eyes at you for like it. It's a guilty pleasure type situation. Yeah. So literally, and to be honest, we've been, we've been getting there. It's going good. It's going really good. It's but a fun podcast. It's a fun podcast. And I did get called out online. A couple of guys wrote to me and said, what happened to the premise? Because sometimes people come in and when you start, they don't realize it. They tell you <laughs> when they want to defend a certain movie mm-hmm. and then they come in and they realize how bad it is the minute you start talking <laughs> about it. So they just pile on and shitting on yeah. the podcast, on the movie. So I had a couple of guys go, listen, you're not sticking to the premise of the podcast. I go, you're right. So I now I give a pep talk in the middle, I mean, in the beginning, and I go, before we start, I go, listen, you got to defend it at least yeah. a little bit so that we're sticking to the podcast. Yeah, well, the movie I went on, and you guys can all go check out my episode. If you have the Laughable app, that's the easiest way to check it out. Laughable app, you yeah. can see the Laughable app I, is was, great. I was on uh, and download that. It uh, Basically, <laughs> I was on defending uh, um, my family's favorite movie. <laughs> And we have two favorite movies that people don't like, and the one of them is Vegas Vacation. We lo- love that movie. Not a fan. And the other one, and the one I defended, is House Guest with Simbad. And you're a special case too because you're the only. I think you're the only comedy we've done. Oh really? I won't normally do comedy. You told me that. I didn't know that was the case because comedies are so subjective. You could have came on and been like. Well, I thought it was funny. Well, that's the thing. That that's kind of where we went with the episode. Was like I was like, there's so many. Laugh out loud moments with and, uh, that hinge on Sinbad being a genius. Yes, like yes. a like a physical comedy genius. And I never saw it before we did it, and I liked it a lot, but I still didn't think it was a good movie. And you did a great job of defending it. <laughs> and then you tried to draw lines between like race relations yes. now and House Guest the movie, <laughs> which is my a- absolute favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we made a socio political argument. And the economic lines, and <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. like a whole yeah. We got racial with house guests, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. It's uh, uh, so it's a good listen. So if you listen, kind of, what I would do if I were you, uh, you you know, you add these to your library, your right? repertoire, your repertoire. And summertime is a slow podcast season because a lot of people, Take not off? everyone's J Train, not everyone's Papa JT, not everyone's the King of Climax, not everyone's the King of Brunch. <laughs> and not everyone's going to come to you every Tuesday and Friday and be ready with a podcast waiting <laughs> hot and fresh every uh, every uh, Tuesday and Friday at midnight. Sean is doing the same. Every Friday, every from once a week, you no, wake non-stop. up yeah. to a Defend Your Movie, right. but here's what you do. Go right now and listen to my episode because that will be your bridge into the world. Yes. And that gets you on whatever. And then the best part I think about your podcast and why people should get into it is, and I'm not saying, you know, podcasts, you know, every time I listen to certain podcasts because of the guest. 
if I was, you yeah. know, with your podcast, I'm like, oh, I, that movie I want to hear people talk yeah, about. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah, because yeah. certain movies you want to be like, oh, what's the take on this? Yeah. You know, so I think that's why it's a great show, and Sean's so funny. You guys are going to love it. Defend your movie every Friday. You ready for some emails? Let's do it, dude. We have so many hypotheticals, because we've been kind of dry on hypotheticals lately, so I asked for some more, so we got a bunch of those. Before we started, you were like, you have to answer the emails, <laughs> yeah. but I thought you were telling me specifically, oh. because all, when I've done your podcast in the past, I just call everybody monsters, and, yeah. and I'm like, don't stop being dicks. Yeah, 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 just don't so, be a dick. And I was like, no, I will. I always do answer You this. do answer, yeah, yeah. And, and that's why we're here. We're here for the people, and you guys don't understand the amount of people that are like want to do this podcast. People, they're talking. These streets are talking. Oh, these streets are alive. And you can send your emails. Anything you'd like, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send anything you'd like. Uh, let's just go right into recently single... Uh, ah, man, there's so much to choose. You want to do a hypothetical right off the bat? I kind of sure. liked when we did the... Oh, also, if you're going to go back and listen to an episode, go listen to the live episode. I want to do more of those. We did a live Where'd one you from, do D- it? from D.C. Oh, nice. A uh, place called Chatter. They have a studio there. And 20 people came, and like we had an energetic, fun podcast. And I, I think this works. Do another one. How long ago was that? It was, it was in D.C. like a couple weeks ago. Do one in New York. We like should do like one in New York. I don't know. Yeah, we should do one in New York. I don't know how to... If you guys want to come to a live podcast, tweet at me. Let's let's figure something out. I because it was you could such do good it in energy. here with an audience. You could do it in here. We could do and figure out a time. We could do it Easily. downstairs at Stand Up New York. We got to figure something out. But I want to hear what the people think. Do we want a live podcast? Where would we want it? How much booze would we have to pass around? This is a hypothetical. <laughs> good day to Mr. Freed, classic Shelby, and esteemed guests. You find you find a book and begin to read, only to discover that it is your life. You get to the point that you are at now. Do you turn the page knowing that you will not be able to change the events to come? Ooh, this is like heavy duty. I love this. I was expecting like a blowjob question. Yeah, we'll get to those. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, do I Snapchat my dick to this girl (laughs) or that girl? Uh, It's both girls. That's the answer (laughs) to that question. It's both (laughs) chicks. You send the dick pic to both and see which one comes back. It's like throwing a lure into the ocean. I. So you want me to answer or you can answer first? I'm reading the pages. You're what? I'm reading the pages. You're reading the page. I'm going. Up I don't think to, I'd be able to help myself. I think I'd have I to read the pages. I can't even. I can't even help myself with Netflix. I like put my mouse over. Oh, the, the description. Th- no, no, like you know how like the little line at the bottom, and then you can like put the mouse in the little pop up window will show you what's going on. Yeah, oh, I, I know do that, that on, oh, on your computer. Yeah, on a computer, I do it with like YouTube videos. I like I look ahead. Really? And porn. I do that. <laughs> You're like, so, like uh, I got to figure out when this cum shot is. What, what, what I, I would not be able to avoid it. You wouldn't be able to. How many pages would you I, go? Oh, I, I probably do the whole thing. I, I literally, I don't see. I would be too curious. How do you, how do you not? How? I would want to not do it. And I would try my darndest not to. I would do. But ev- in a moment of complete boredom or complete. You'd have to do it. I'd have to do it. I would want to do. What I would do is I would always do the next day. I would read my page for the next day, the night before. Maybe, so I was prepared for the day's events. Ideally, what I would do is I was having a bad day. I would read the next day to see if it got oh, better. See if it picked up. Yeah, right. Shelby, are you reading? It's like a book of your life. It's your life. Uh, and you get to today. It's a great question. It's a great question. I want to know how I die. You, so you'd flip to the end. Let oh, me yeah. just see how it goes. Easy. Let's get it over. What if with. there's like, what if you get to today and there's like three pages left? And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> JTrainPodcast yeah, you at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast 
at gmail.com. Yeah, you'll kind of get a good idea of it. Like, yeah, you would like, see how much is, how the, you'd feel the thickness. Yeah. Ugh, that's, oh, that's so, so scary to me. Sad. It's sad. Here's another one. Big Daddy JT, longtime female listener here. Ooh. Ooh, I love the ladies. First time emailer. <laughs> Saw you needed oh hypothetical. There's a panther in there. <laughs> we got a panther. You have a panther in the studio. In the studio. <laughs> I only let it out when you the chick's right You in. bought the panther just for that. Just for the chicks. Now you own a panther. I own a dies. panther. Got to feed him. <laughs> it's really crazy. It costs $12,000 a month. Just to get just that to get. cool thing to happen every time a chick <laughs> writes in. Would you rather have the ability to, one, only pause time, but for as long as you want, you won't age during pause time and resume it whenever you want, ideal for taking naps, catching up on sleep, getting ahead on work, etc. Look at how deep people are getting. This girl's writing from her shitty summer internship. This is how you know people's internships are shitty. She's like, what if I could pause time and take a nap right now in the middle of this fucking (laughs) shitty job that I have? Yeah. Or two, rewind and fast forward time by two days max in either direction, but not be able to pause it. Good, good for if you screw up or want to move past something shitty. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Love the podcast. Told all my intern friends, and they are also hooked. Thank you. Our boss told me he keeps wondering why all of his interns are laughing to themselves at their desk. Also loved you on Betch's podcast. Segue into laughable plug here. We already did our laughable plug. <laughs> um, okay, I'll put the feather down. Thank you so much. You know really what I do on my it. show? Every episode, we do a Seinfeld reference. You do? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it happens naturally, and sometimes I have to do it just to get it You just have to get yeah. it in. Yeah. These pretzels are making me thirsty. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. think? Uh, pause I know my time answer. or fast forward by two days? I know my answer. What is it? Pause time. Mm-hmm. Pause time. So you're pa- like, almost like that Twilight Zone episode yeah. where you're just walking around? Well, we were just talking about this, actually. Uh, so I went to Montreal. I mean, I guess I'll talk about what happened. Um, I had a, You paused th- Yeah, this, be, but like, there's so many moments in life where you're like, if I just had... The moment to be like, think of the best. You ever have someone get in a fight with someone and then you think what I would have said? Like 10 minutes later, you're oh, like, sure. You come up with like 10 lines that would have been killer. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, like if only I could pot. So in, those, in these moments where that's, you could that's be a like, Seinfeld, the jerk store the called. The jerk store called. Yeah. running out of you. I didn't even have to do <laughs> these pretzels are making me thirsty. I, I just think like, um, so what happened? We talked about it before. I'll, I'll repeat for you, but for the listeners at home. I had great sets in Montreal. Uh, the, the first one was at a theater, and I had had to go first on the first New Faces show. So I don't – Sean knows – that Sean's a guy like me that gets asked to host or go first. We're put in positions that are actually compliments. I, you know, we have but to we, take them that but way. Sometimes we, we don't – I don't take it that way sometimes. I know, but you don't get, take sorry, it that way. I get, get bugged sometimes. It's, it, but it's, it bugs you because – we it bugs you because of the reality. The reality is every comic wants to go like third. Right. Every you know every comic wants to go when the audience has been used to hearing a joke and knows the and you know the energy of the show and you can see you know you can work with what the crowd is and and this is very inside baseball. But this is like if you did a presentation in class, you'd want to see how the first two go to make sure that you knew how to do yours as best as possible. And with comedy, it's also a warming up thing. There's a war- yeah. So they, by by com- comic three, they're way more warmed up than by comic one. They've had a couple drinks in them. They know how right. to laugh. There's a, there's a cause and effect that they're used to at this point. You can kind of settle in a little bit more. So I had to go first on the first New Faces show. So like this is like 7 o'clock, not a drink in them. Yeah. And the host goes... It's a real test. It's a real test. And I had a great set, but it was... Because the host, who's a local 
celebrity. Celebrity. This guy, Sugar Sammy. Should I not say the name? Ah, I don't know. I was. I would be careful. If, is if Sugar you, Sammy going to ruin my career? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, I forget. I don't care. He's a nice guy, but okay. you know, he had to host, and he, you know, this is a guy. I think the thing is, he's famous, so he doesn't care about this show. Yeah, you know, there's a difference. I care. You know this what? is an important I, show for I, me, not as important show for him. But screw that. Like, it doesn't matter how famous you are. You should realize what it means to the people that are doing the show because it's a big deal. It's doing a big new deal. Faces, I did it in 2013. Doing new faces is a big deal to you. A lot of people see you that don't know you. Uh, so if I was to host new faces, I would come out there and try my darndest. And, yes. And and really try to do as well as I could and make the the people on the show seem. Seem as, as good up. as they and, are, and yeah. for you and I, who both host, uh, uh, you know, around New York City, we know that you, when you host, you have to like put yourself behind the show. Yeah, you, it's, you, it's the most selfless thing you can do in comedy. So we comedy is pretty selfish, but. <laughs> but I go up. He does a lot of time, and he's. And it's a theater doing crowd work in a theater, which never is great. It's not really setting up like here's what a joke sounds like, and then he and he's kind of having, and then he introduces me. He goes, and our next comic. Josh Freed. I mean, Jared Freed. Which is like, come on, man. Uh, so I'm first on the first show. The name gets said wrong. I, I'm not bashing him. It's like making a no, mistake. No, it just happens. But then yeah. it just happens. So I'm like, uh, and that's a moment I would have paused time. I would have gone back. And, and just, mm. I, just I stopped time right there and been like, all right, give me 10. And then knowing I had as long as I wanted to think. How am I going to fucking play this? Yeah. Because when I heard Josh Freed, in my mind, my first thing was, I'm going to laugh at this. I'm going to laugh at this because I'm going to look like I don't, this is something, I'm so above this that I don't care. That was my, my yeah, first thought. Yeah, that's the way was to like, do it. I was just like, I'm going to laugh. So I heard him say Josh Freed, and then I heard him say Jared. And he goes, I mean, Jared. And I just, my inclination was to fake laugh at this situation because I didn't want to look like the angry. You gave a shit, yeah. Yeah, that I gave a shit. Even I just want to like. Fuck! I'm like fuck, man. But then I went out, and had a great, set, had fun, like getting on a plot. Like, you thing. came out and you were just like, "Hi, everybody! I'm Josh Free." I guess I'm Josh now. Well, that's this is what I'm saying. For the hypothetical, I would have loved to have stopped time, been like, and I said to you, what, what I feel like would have been fun instead of just laughing was been like, "Can we do that again?" Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, to be right. so loose and confident, but you know, you can't go back. That's what it was. But that's why it's matters what this guy does because what you thought was, oh wait, I have, I'm doing this per, this particular set for this particular yeah. showcase, and I don't want to deviate, and I, you know, but it's like when at the end of the day, it's like ah, I should have just deviated. It would have been yeah, fine. I should have just yeah. deviated, yeah. and but also I had fun. It was a great set, and then like had fun the whole week. But you know, sugar, if you're listening. Um, you're invited on to the J Train Podcast to explain yourself anytime you'd like. Uh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do. I'm, a, I'm an adult and I still pee the bed. Are you, is that a letter or are you just telling me something? What? On the <laughs> that's me. I just wanted, this felt like the right moment to tell you I pee the bed. After so it's much a, success so much, in Montreal. Yeah, I, I, that, you're like, I, I piss the bed every now. night. 
Listen, Sugar Sammy, I'll put myself under the bus too now. I'll pee all over I'll you. I'll pee sugar. all over you, and then I'll pee all over myself. What's up, KOB? Before getting my my slight predicament, I wanted to say, all my frat bros enjoy the podcast. Consider yourself feathered. As you can tell by the title, I've got a little bit of an issue. After a night of heavy drinking turning into a blackout, it seems that I forget to empty out the bladder and wake up to a soaked bed. Granted, this doesn't happen every time I drink, but it's happened enough times uh, when I was in college and post-grad. But it's happened times when I was in college and post-grad. It gets worse when I end up going home with a female and doing it in their bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough wake up. Hey. um, Anything pee-related with a girl is is tough. It is just water. Like I know pee is one of those things, but it's really not as... Especially after a night of drinking. It's not as bad, but you never want to... You never wake up to some being in wetness. Oh like, no, I yeah. I was in bed in college, and the girl was literally. I woke up with her like midstream, and while she was peeing. while she you was peeing it my bed, it? I felt it going down my leg, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I ripped the comforter <laughs> off, and to make sure it wouldn't get on the comforter, you know, down comforter. Come on, and uh, oh, yeah. I, I rip it off. It's not wet at all, so I like put. So then I go and sleep on the floor, and I remember her like just looking up at her. This was bad. This is in college. I just remember looking up at her, like, kind of shivering. From the <laughs> from, cold from pee? The, from the pee. Yeah. And, like, I was like, I'm not going to wake her up and embarrass her, but, like. Oh, she was still asleep. Still asleep. Oh, my God. So she was sleeping. I felt it on my leg, and I was like, whoa, jumped out of the bed. I got to be, after my initial reaction, I really don't think I would think it's that big of a I would be like, if somebody was like, Completely so like mm. uh, apologetic, like pro, pro, like just yeah, losing their mind. Like oh my god, you know if she woke up, she would freak and be so embarrassed. I had another girl. I one, think I'd be like, it's fine. One, I I had another situation where a girl, it was an ex, came and like she ended up having to come to my fraternity house for like a, a party, like years after we had not hooked up for a while, and I think she was so nervous about like us seeing each other again that she got too hammered. And she was so drunk that I like brought her upstairs and I like put her to sleep on my couch because she was just so hammered. Yeah. And then it was my couch, but it was also I was sharing the couch with my roommate and it's his couch for real. Yeah. And he she peed his couch. <laughs> like Poppy <laughs> from Seinfeld. <laughs> another Poppy Seinfeld. Another Seinfeld. I do it all day. <laughs> so and I remember she in the morning I woke up and she was gone. And then I look down, the couch is soaked. <laughs> and she just ran out. Yeah, and, well, which actually like, makes sense if you think and about it. And then my roommate She had an opportunity was, to bail. Yeah, I know. And she was like, fuck this. The going, you know, is, I, I, I got hammered in front of the next, and then I fucking peed the couch. And I remember my roommate was so fucking angry because most people just want their shit taken care of. Like, they just don't want... The, the one thing we want... The most annoying part about a car accident... It's is it's the time that you now have to spend fixing work, a, doing the accident shit. Yeah, it's not if if a car got in an accident, you just didn't have to do anything. You, <laughs> you just walk like, away. Yeah, it's a day. Like we're just like anytime time is taken away from you, that's when the fucking shit sucks. Yeah. So for this guy, so what did you do? Like, get a new couch or get a new a new pillow? Or? We had to like clean it. We had a cleaning crew come in and all that shit. Like, and I paid for it because I put the girl on the couch. Well, of like course, that. I but I'm saying for it too. But also, the girl should. I, I'm saying she if, should have been like, oh my god, I'm so, but she was probably panicked. Mortified. Yeah, of course she was. Hungover. You just uh, like if a you, frightened deer. <laughs> a frightened wet deer. A frightened wet deer that if, just peed on your couch. If you're gonna pee someone's thing, if you know you have this issue, you just have to be prepared to like not steal away time from people. So if like he's sleeping with this girl and he pees her bed, yeah, you're cleaning the sheets. 
Yeah. You're doing some laundry. You're doing some dry cleaning. Like, I, you got to do something. Yeah, some kind of gesture. A gesture. So he writes, I've changed my ways as when I was in college. I'd usually just leave the morning after and let them deal with it. Horrible, I know, but hey, it was college. Am I the only one who was pissed to bed after a night of heavy drinking, and, or is this normal? So I come to you, KOB. You may not be an expert on bodily functions, but I figure you could give some advice on how to confront the awkwardness or maybe how to prevent it from, hap- from happening. My buddy has joked saying it, uh, I should set an, uh, an hourly timer just to make sure to empty my bladder. However, I don't want to uh, be talking to a female at a bar and go the alarm to go off and excuse myself by saying, oh, sorry, that's a reminder to go to the bathroom because I'm a dumbass and still piss the bed. <laughs> all advice, uh, ball busting you and the guests is appreciated. Congrats on going to Montreal. Comedy Festival looked like you had a blast from all the Instagram stories. Long live the high kick. What do I, you think? I think you got to pull a Tommy boy, like with the door and Tommy boy, where you wake up, you're both in the smoking bed, and you pretend like it's hard. You go... What'd you do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta be what? like, oh my god! You, he you, pulls you, the door off, and he goes, the, "What'd you do?" The minute you wake up, you blame her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I think you peed the bed. I think. Oh my god! I'm, I don't want to be. I don't want to be uh, embarrassing here. But did you pee the bed? Did you, do you have a problem with that? Yeah. Is this something if, you if do? You're, if you, it's almost like whoever whoever smelled the Delta kind yeah. of thing, where it's like, like, or if you, well, no, smelled the Delta, I guess makes no sense for that. If scenario, I was but, a girl, I would. If I was a girl who peed the bed, like the girl who did the couch and peed on me, I'd always blame the guy. Because a guy will be like, a guy will believe it. Oh, I would believe that I I'd be the like, bed. okay, I'm a disgusting. We all yeah. know we're disgusting yeah, we're animals. So yeah, if I'm a yeah. girl who pees the bed, I'm blaming the guy. If I'm yeah. this guy, I, I'm taking the bullet. And I, I, the I move, just blame her. The move is to make sure you know, you're not so drunk that you can't remember to go to the bathroom before you go to bed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like also, what, do you, what, is, what is he drinking that's making him sleep? Some people just... Past uh, the piss. I mean, this is just some people do. Heavy, I had a buddy in my fraternity who had Cut rubber sheets. Cut back on the drinking. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, really, <laughs> that's, that's really well fixed your problem. That's the, the, that, we had a buddy in my fraternity who had rubber sheets. Like, really? Yeah, because he would pee so much. Huh. So I think for this guy, like... Maybe you have rubber sheets. But I think owning it and not taking someone's time away from them is the way to go. Did I ever tell you the story about when I was at my cousin's house and we, in Jersey and we drank so much and I slept in his basement on the couch? No. I didn't pee on the, pee on the couch, but what I did was I must have gotten up in the middle of the night and wasn't in my house or my apartment at the time mm. or whatever. Walked over, felt linoleum, thought it was the bathroom and started paying. <laughs> And woke up to a puddle of piss in front of his TV. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Literally, like, my eyes opened, and then I realized what I did, and yeah. I, my, I shot up and just sprang up and just cleaned it up right uh, away. Well, I have a similar story. <laughs> I was in high school, and we went into the woods and drank Goldschlager. Oof. You know Goldschlager with a yeah, with the gold bits of gold flex. in it? Yeah. So we're chugging Goldschlager, then we went to this party. This is in high school, okay? Yeah. It's like the summer end of school year party. It's like summertime. And I come back to this basement, and we go in the basement, and I go, for whatever reason, I go to sit down and take a shit. And as I sit down, I fall over, and then I look up, and there's just shit everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's on the wall. It looks like I did hieroglyphics on the walls. And I'm, like, looking around, and being like, oh, my God. And then I'm so hammered that I try to wipe it off, but, like, I don't. You know, yeah, like, right, I can't. I, like, yeah, wipe now. one of it, yeah. like, one streak off, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'm good. You yeah. know, but there's shit Jackson everywhere. Painting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I walk out of the bar. I'll never forget. I walk out. I put my shorts on. I'm wearing shorts, and my buddy looks at me. and He goes, "Dude, you got shit on your leg," and there's a huge clump of shit on my <laughs> leg. 
And at that moment, I go immediately outside the uh, the basement, and I start puking everywhere. So oh they, my god! So and I'm high school. So I then I so they call this girl who's like a neighbor of mine. She's a senior in high school. She's like hot with hot friends, like a good family friend. But she's like they call her to pick me up just so that no one gets in trouble. Yeah, get in her car, and I puke all over her car. And that, like what like for her dealing with this, I can't believe it. I would have been like, fuck this kid. Yeah. Drives this is a family friend. Family friend. Yo, she's younger or she's... older. She's like a senior. Like, and she's with her hot friend, and I'm puking all over her car. And then I remember they brought, and then they told me the next day, we brought you back to your house, and your parents were out, and put we go get and get ready for bed, like get into bed. And they were like, and I was sleeping naked at the time, so I just got totally naked in front of these two hot seniors. <laughs> and like with like fucking, yeah, with like drunk dick. Yeah. Like that's smaller than regular dick, I think. It is, yeah. And it's just like, they're you like, and, I, and I'm standing on the side of the bed with like my fucking sophomore high school penis. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm ready for bed. They're like, get into bed. <laughs> and this is what they told me the next day. And they put like a bowl, a bowl next to my bed with like popcorn kernels in it to like look like I ate popcorn and fell asleep. And then my parents Wait, never... Wait, when is that I don't scenario? know. Those are the things you think of when you're not allowed to drink. You're like, oh, mom and dad will think I ate popcorn. Oh, I see what you're I saying. I guess they made popcorn to like get rid of the smell because I just smelled like a shitty, pukey fucking idiot. That was what it was. Yeah. And, and then they left and like my parents never asked me about it. There was never brought up and did you wake up with an insane insane hangover horrible hangover yeah. and i remember like now like fuck i'm gonna be known as this small dick shit kid but they never said a word about it people brought it up i mean like it's a story my funny buddies and i still you know exchange but it was pretty bad so the family friend she told people she was cool about it Her they, friend. it's my friends that were like dude remember oh. when you shit yourself <laughs> and i was like which time because now i've shit myself three <laughs> times as an adult <laughs> i shit myself in the back of I don't even know if I was drunk. I think they were dr drinking. I don't even know if I was drinking or not. I was in the back of my friend's car, and then I shit myself. And then shit myself and tried to clean it up the best I could. But then, this is when I was like, I think a junior in high school. Yeah. And then did that thing where you played off like I didn't. Like it smelled like shit in the car on the way back. I yeah. had to get a ride back from these people in the car. And you're playing it off like I didn't do it. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally weird. And then yeah. sure enough, and nobody says anything. And then sure enough, like I find out like months later, people are like, did you shit yourself in that car that night? <laughs> or, you know, two months we ago? We just gotta get out of here. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, it's been on our minds. Yeah, but not even those people. Like other people, they told people I shit in my pants in the car. <laughs> and I was I was probably known for that for like two years. You're after. the shit guy. That's the thing. You become known as these yeah, guys the without guy. even knowing the that you're known. Like thing. that's the thing. You there's so many people from. High High school that like you talk about them now like later in life and you're like and the one thing you think of is like remember when they did this stupid oh, thing dude this and it's like these are stories that people are probably saying about you or i yeah totally there's one kid they called him boner i won't say his real name for almost his whole school career because one time he didn't know what a boner was when he was in like fourth grade he was called boner until like dude maybe 10th grade like like a long time like, 10th grade he's like i know what it is I, now yeah but didn't matter Fourth grade, he wasn't yeah. let off the hook. Oh yeah, we had know a kid named Booger, who's his, some kid Jerry saw him picking his nose once. People now still he's know him. Some people didn't even know his name. I didn't skateboard. He couldn't they get out of it. it. Yeah, couldn't get out of it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast <clears throat> at gmail.com. Here with Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time. Defend your movies. The podcast comes out every Friday along with this one. Go download his podcast. It's great. Hello, wise Jewish sage. I started talking to this girl last spring semester and things were going really well to the point when school ended, I was pretty sure I wanted to date her. She went across the country to her intern for the summer, which is cool because I just graduated and planned on to, uh, planned to ra raise maximum hell all summer long anyways. 
<laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> we kept in touch and talked for a while, uh, a few times a month, but obviously things are a little more distant than they were when we when I was seeing her a few times a week. Point is, I still want to date this chick, and she's coming back to town in like two weeks. What's the move to set myself up for the real in when she gets here? Uh, obviously don't want to come across like I was desperately waiting around, but also want to be clear that I'm still interested. Thanks in advance. And as always, the pot is getting better by the week we are. What do you think? So he, they broke up when they were apart. We talked about this. There's a podcast episode. Uh, Shelby, if you could look up which one it is, just so I can reference it now, where it's like sowing the seeds. You know, the summertime, there's all these like open contracts that we have. From the spring semester, like especially like the summer, everyone, even when you're out of college, this happens because everyone's traveling every weekend and like during the spring and fall. So you do these little, these feathers, so to speak, these little tiny. You've, you've been feathered in the spring and then all of a sudden schedules change because summer's beach time and vacation time. And uh, leaving college, and you're going away, and you're saying going home, or going home, and it's like, how do I keep this going over the summer and reignite it for getting me fucked in the fall? Well, the easy part over the summer, which I'm guessing he's been doing, is like flirting over Instagram. Yes, send any kind of social media. Actually, that's an advantage that people have now that I didn't have. Oh, oh my way god, way older than all these. But people. that's a, now is the best time to keep. What is the episode called? Plant your seeds now for the fall sex harvest. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that with? From June 19th with Greta Titleman. It was a great episode. <laughs> and Greta was a great guest. And we basically said, like, you got to spend the summer liking and, you know, little pop-ins over text. And right now, right. if you haven't been doing that, it's time. Today is the day to be like, hey, how? And don't be afraid. People love getting a text. Love it. People love it's like opening a gift. You don't know what's inside, yeah. and it's, if it's from someone new, you're like, oh, they thought of me. Yeah. So if you're sitting there right now, where you were like, just like this guy, and there's a lot of people in this situation, whether you're in college or high school or you're out of college, where it's like, yeah, we had something good going on in the spring. Summertime happens, and we get busy with weird, different types of stuff because, listen, I've dealt with it with girls where it's like, yeah, like I'm like, hey, I'm going to Montreal, and they're like, hey, the next week I'm going to this beach house. So it's like, when do you hang? When do you hang out? Everybody's busy. Everyone's busy. So if you just pop in right now, pause this episode and just be like, to whoever you're thinking about in this similar situation, just be like, hey, how's the summer been? I was just thinking yeah, about you. I was just thinking about you. Yeah, as long as you're not doing it on a daily basis or an hourly basis. No, you got to- Like a psychopath. It'll be nice. This She'll is be like, oh, this is nice. Totally. And plus the fact like what we called it, you know, harvesting for the fall fuck harvest. Yeah. You gotta water your plants right now. Yeah. So this but is his the situation episode. is he wants to date her. Yeah, but he wants to let's walk before we run. You know? <laughs> he's gonna get blown first before he's gonna fucking marry this chick. So right. like I so what I'm saying is send a text right now. This kid should be texting right as we speak. And it should say, Hey, was just thinking about you, wanted to know how the summer's been gone. And right. that's more and Or send an Instagram picture. Well, this is what I'm saying. Right, you should have been liking Instagram and sending snaps that were like could have been for anybody. Right, you know, like it's that like I'm looking at you, but I'm not, but I'm doing this with everybody. You can be like naive to that. Yeah, like if you if you send it, then you post it on Instagram. Yeah, if you send like the snap that's like to 30 people, but it really is just to hurt. To, right, right. It, it, it's enough to be like that's like a little sprinkle of water. What I'm saying is get out the hose. <laughs> 
Okay, get out the hose and send that text because right now we're at that midpoint of commercial industrial farming. Yeah, yeah. we got we got to get out the fucking hose and shit. Okay, Monsanto. Yeah, not (laughs) now's the time to go to Walmart and pick up a few Mexicans to start fucking watering these soils. Okay, so I need you to send the, the like. This is kind of that turning point of the summer. We're taking the right. We're going right around the rails. This is the down the stretch they come, as they say in the horse racing world. So they do. right now, send a text, be like, hey, thinking about you, how's the summer been? And then once that conversation you know, kind of weans out, because it will, leave it. Mm-hmm. And you could say, and then the next check-in is right before you be- head back, hey, heading back to school soon, or heading back to, you know, uh, about to be home for the win- the fall, we should get together. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was going to ask you, is it a not an ask of a date at that point? Or is it's it not like a, a date, but we should get together. Leave it open-ended because you'll get a vibe. It's going to be either nothing or totally Does can't he wait say to be back. this girl was into him? It seemed like she was, but I mean, for him, we should get together. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. All right, cool. I'm actually having this like fall hangout with a bunch of friends. You guys should come. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast. At gmail.com. I like this one. Let's do... Ooh, I like this one. Heyo, trying to decide where to go for my bachelorette party next summer. So we have time to decide and would love your advice on the topic. Some context. We're, f- we're from the greater Philadelphia area looking to do cool shit, drink, and dance. On my list were Montreal, Dewey Beach, Nashville, and Cali. What are your top... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here comes the Panther. Panther. Here's the Panther. Oh, oh, my God. It's an expensive thing for my fans. What are your top five bachelor, bachelorette <laughs> party locations? Keep up the good work. You're killing it. What do you think for a bachelor, bachelorette party? Where would you want to go? Well, I'm, this is what, I don't know if I'm quick to answer this because where was I'm yours? older than these people. Mine was, I had one in Las Vegas. You Las, did? Yeah, yeah. How was that? I loved it. Loved it. it. Was great. I love Las Vegas for that reason. That, that It really is, depends on what you guys like to do. You know, it depends on the guy because- this, this way, is a like, chick, so but I mean. Oh, this is a girl. She's asking, "What is it?" She's just saying, "Where would you want to go for a bachelor bachelorette party?" Bachelorette party. They always got like wine things. Yeah, like wine weekends or something, or like a beach situation. I'm not going to fire tell, island. Yeah, they do a lot of that stuff. I'm not going to tell anybody where to go because you can go anywhere and have a great time. I know Nashville's like a huge chick one right now. I think it Miami, depends on the person. Vegas. I, I think it depends on the person. I think because it's two different things. Unless you're doing a joint. I remember when I first started comedy, I went mm. with Nick Cobb. Okay. One of the first road gigs I had was a, they were older. These two people that were like in their 30s or 40s that were getting married, and they had a joint bachelor bachelorette party like at a VFW hall, like somewhere in like Jersey or Pennsylvania. Really? And the comedy was like the event of the party. That's it, so comic. It looked like a. It looked like just like a family party, and then there was like. All the guys and girls. The there. joint one to me, though, is always not, like you can't call it a bachelor party. No, that's just a, a wedding shower. And it doesn't. And I had my cousin had a bachelor party where we just went to like Red Rocks West. I don't even know that's even around anymore. That place. The Where's bar. that? It, it's like Coyote Ugly. It was on like the way on the west side. Uh, I got I, so I, drunk. I love. I love a bachelor party that stays local, and I love one that travels. I think for anyone planning a bachelor bachelorette party, it doesn't matter where you go. But someone needs to be in charge with itineraries and be not married to the itinerary, but be have direction for the weekend. Yeah, and you know what? You got. I'll say for this, 
You got to do something that's not like I, I'm not never a fan of fancy shit. Yeah, that because that never nobody ever likes that. You know what the best part of a bachelor party for people is? The dive bar you go to after you go yeah. to like the fancy dinner and the fancy lounge or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, and, do you know what I'm saying? You have like, to be admit you have if you're the planner and say be upfront, be like this is what it's going to cost and be okay with that because it's either you're in or you're out and it's okay that people are like nah I can't afford it I I, I got to be out. We did a bachelor party once to Vail. That was the favorite one I went on. It was expensive. But it had we we fought, we skied. We went to a singular bar. We did one night of steak night and it had events. I yeah. think any bachelor party should have events. So yes. like something for you to do that isn't just yeah, we're going to drink ourselves into oblivion. Because that gets people motivated to come in and it gives you a good reason. So I think with Vegas, Nashville, all those places are great. Beach weekend. Even if you went to a beach, go to Ocean City, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And, and if the, if the got, event. I got arrested. What's that? I got arrested. You got arrested in Ocean City, Maryland? I did. Doing What did you do? Drinking on the beach. <laughs> so I maybe swear. they don't want to go there. Okay. <laughs> well, no, after a certain time. So I was after the beach was closed, we didn't realize it. We were drinking on the beach mm. and we got arrested. I had a, literally like maybe two sips of beer left in my can. We get take, I think I taken to jail for 11 hours before we could get out of there. Really? I was in jail. Did I, you go to I, Secrets? No, this was a long time ago. Okay. I was around. But no, we didn't go to Secrets. But I was in the cell with a guy who was in there for pistol whipping the guy his wife was cheating on him with. Literally, the guy shouldn't st- that be two different cells? <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, shouldn't there be like? I'm like, hey, is there like a beginner jail? Yeah, I can yeah, go- yeah. <laughs> Where's the white people jail? <laughs> this guy was white. This guy was a redneck. No, that's baby. a that's a white. That so, feel, it felt white. It when felt you white. Say it. When he, pe- pistol whipping, long the like you know, Jim the Anvil night hard beard. Oh, really? you and see the, a lot of those in Ocean City. Sure, that a is a trashy place. He literally drove down to where the bars were, parked his pickup truck in the middle of the street, <laughs> saw the guy, pulled a gun from his glove compartment, and beat the living shit out that, of this dude. And he probably doesn't also, regret it at all. He's probably like, good. No, he was fine with it. Also, nice guy. Sweetheart of a guy. We got to know each other. Literally, at one point, he unrolls his beard, pulls out a joint, and he goes, check this out. And no then puts fucking it way. back into his beard and rolls it back up. So there's, I went to Secrets. I'll never forget my buddy Thunder Dan, who I've brought up on this podcast before. I have even heard that name. Yeah, he used to do full splits in the bar in Van Damme. He would do full splits and then <laughs> like chug that commercial? his beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally, when that commercial came out, that was like an email amongst all our friends. We're like, yo, Van Damme's doing the Van Damme. <laughs> my buddy used to do Van Damme's everywhere. So we went... Uh, for a bachelor party to Secrets at Ocean City, Maryland. And I never... And Secrets, if you don't know it, it's basically like Disney World of a bar. The Barmuda Triangle, as they call it. And it has a stage. It has like a strip club or is it... It's a bar, but it's on the beach. So there's like a beach. They have like 12 different bars in one. And then there's a nightclub-ish part of it that Hmm. the dance floor is on Springs. So it kind of moves what while you're hell? on. It's like crazy. But then they have this That's one. That's the worst idea for drunk people. <laughs> it feels like you're on a boat. Of course. And you're, they have one part of this huge mega bar. That's worse than those really Guido Italian wedding reception halls <laughs> yeah. where the smoke comes and they come out of the floor. <laughs> they like, come, do they really? Yeah. There's a place called the Sandcastle in, in Franklin Square <laughs> in Long Island. I will never forget. That we went, to, we my buddy Thunder loves Jim Longband, who's like the house band at, uh, at Secrets. Jim Longband, if you want to imagine, they come out. It's like you know a Chuck E. Cheese when the animatronic dolls come out and play music every twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's what they look like. Like mm-hmm. they're just four older dudes, and he wears like arm sleeve. Uh, 
you know, like those sleeves that look like tattoos that they're not tattoos. Yeah, like the Ed Hardy. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a cowboy hat, and he's just, and he basically does the same act every night. And he'd come out and he'll be like, "Pour one out for the troops." And then he goes in, and I love the Steelers. And then, like, he has these lines. <laughs> so there was one day, and we're making fun of my buddy Thunder for being, he's the biggest fan of theirs in the entire world. All day, we're making fun of, like, we're, like, telling him, we're, like, it's the Chuck E. Cheese, they're animatronic, they fucking repeat themselves every fucking time. He's, like, no, 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 they're the best band in America, whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, he so, really legitimately thought they were great. He loves them. Okay. So then, all of a sudden, we're, in, we're at this bar, and, like, Jim Long's playing, he's killing it, gotta admit, he's killing it. You know, he's, like, a bar band. And he goes, he looks at the crowd, he goes, you know, I used to know a girl, she was my brown-eyed girl. And he starts playing Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah. And we're all dancing a Brown Eyed Girl, and it's fun. And then all of a sudden, he goes, pouring out for the troops. And he raises beer. <laughs> this is what he does every time. And not that I'm After not Brown Eyed Girl. I love the troops, but yeah. he does it. like, And he goes in it. It's just funny that he keeps repeating himself. He goes, Brown Eyed Girl. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, he's he going goes, through the motions. Pour one out for the troops. <laughs> and then he goes, and I love the Steelers. And then he, everyone's like, yeah! For whatever reason, he loves the Steelers. And then all of a sudden, he just turns to everyone, and he just goes... You know, I used to know a girl. She was my brown-eyed girl. <gasps> and he starts going to play brown-eyed girl again. And they had and to stop him? I have never laughed louder <laughs> and harder in someone's face <laughs> in my entire life. Because we spent the whole day making fun of Thunder for how they're like the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic band. And then it just looked like a glitch went off. And they're like, like something yeah. got water in the machine. Wait, how long was it between plays? So they get like, he gets like four notes into brown-eyed girl. And the drummer's like, hey, Jim. Jim, stop. They just played it. They just played it. <gasps> oh. Literally. He, he was probably either drunk or he had just didn't care. Didn't give a fuck. And it was funny. And I and like I was laughing so hard that they couldn't do the song. <laughs> like they had to be like, Jim, stop. <laughs> like I'm saying they're like, ah, look at it. Like even they didn't care. They might have let him do it if they would have let laughing. him do it if no one was. <laughs> I was laughing right in Thunder's face. Just, just like, a... dude. They suck, <laughs> and you know it, and it's so funny. But if, if you're going to do a bachelor party, have like a centralized event. Wherever you go, you're going to do something. Like I went to Lake Travis. You go to go do Lake Travis in Austin, Texas. You're going to ski in Vail. You're going to have something to do. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored here. Let me just tell you right now. They, they do a lot of stuff with us, and they must be getting people. But if you're a business owner or you work in HR, this is for you, ZipRecruiter. Uh, you can post your job to 100-plus sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. I've looked for people to help out, like interns and shit. That's a job in itself. So if ZipRecruiter can help you out, yeah, they you should get involved. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Fuck. No juggling emails, calls to your office. Oh, this is great. So find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes uh, to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. For free. You're welcome, assholes. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. One more time. For the people in the back rows, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. I love what we got going on Let's here. Sean Donnelly, defend your movie. This is fun. Okay. 
Am I answering the questions properly? I think you're doing a great job. I feel like I'm being way nicer. To I think these questions are actually these are good ones. These this are good the, ones. The podcast is getting better and better every no, week. No, no, no. It's always good, but I always like I said when I first we'll couple get to times, a I one. Okay, <laughs> don't worry. Here's a it's here's not a, shitty per se that I can't relate. Here's a, a hypothetical. How would you rather be found dead? Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Or you you're dead on the table getting a hand job. So you went to a hand, hand job. job. You're dead. You mean at a rubbing So the family, basically, how do you want your death reported? So like the, this person wrote, if you were to go to, your family gets reported that you're dead. Which would you rather you die during? During a hand job that you paid for or autoerotic asphyxiation? Hand job that I paid for. Yeah. Because you know why? Everybody can understand going to a rubbing tub. Like nobody's like, it's not like. Because if you do autoerotic asphyxiation, you're like, wow, he was way darker than we thought. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> had like, no idea. There was way more to Sean than we thought. Then you almost become, then you get aligned with like, what's his name? Uh, like the Kill Bill guy. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. All yeah. these guys. So, but if you're just you, going, you get put in the group. You're put in the group. You get, yeah, you're, yeah, Now yeah. you're a fetishist. Yes. I don't want to be a, a hand fetishist. Job, like, hand job. Yeah, he went to a massage parlor. This eh, is what he got into. Yeah, he's going to get a hand job. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'm going, I'm dying on the table. It's way tamer. Also, like. I gotta assume that if you like the person's gonna be there's a moment where there's a witness. Like no one can look at you and be like, Yeah, he was just really nice while he would put the belt around his neck to fucking masturbate. Yeah. The woman that gave the hand job could be like, he was a good tipper. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like right. he came here. Well, yeah, you're right. There's a witness. They yeah. find you fresher, first of all. Yeah. If you're in your closet jerking yourself over with a belt around your neck, they're finding you naked, bloated, and blue. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they're not finding you in your in your best, looking your best. You know, like yeah, they're finding you looking like a smurf. Yeah, you look the, better. Yeah, like you you like you look. Be- you're getting a hand job. You probably have a smile on your face. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like you no, even if you're getting off, you died auto- doing what you loved. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> even if you're getting off on autoerotic fixation, it still looks like you're like being looks like Django Unchained yeah. in the middle of your fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. closet. There's, a, you there's, know a, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a harder look. It's a harder look. It's a harder thing for your family to deal with. Yeah. I agree. They won't see you, but like they're picturing it in their brains. Now your mom's left there, and everyone's like, "Does she strangle him? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like J- it does more of a number on your family. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I like this email. We'll do one more, and then we'll do some news because we got a good news story. Sensitive dudes. That's me. I'm a sensitive guy. You're a sensitive guy? I'm pretty sensitive. Dear I'm a J realistic Train. sensitive dude. What's that? I think I'm a realistic sensitive dude. Well, maybe you'll be able to help. This is a chick email. Another one. Ah! Let out the panther. <laughs> panther, panther, panther. Get him out. That costs $17,000. Dear Che Train, I could tickle your nuts all day, but I'm worried it might make you cry. Oh. Lady listener here, and the reason I'm writing in is because I've been having issues with dudes lately. They all seem to cry to me. Don't get me wrong, every lady likes a dude that can get sensitive, but it's become a a pattern. I don't know if it's something I'm putting out there and makes me attract these dudes, but I'm not into it. I wouldn't consider myself a super sensitive girl. I'm very nice and empathetic at sympathetic, and that's why what my friends think I'm doing wrong, but that's just who I am, and I don't. I'm very not, don't know how to change it. I end up giving out free therapy sessions to guys left and right. And I'm starting to wonder if it's something I'm doing. I started with my college boyfriend who would cry a lot, but we we were sleep deprived, borderline alcoholic, so I didn't think much about it. 
I'm Makes thinking sense. a little bit about it. I don't know. Thinking about what? Anytime I've like a lot of crying. Anytime I've cried to a girl, it was because, and I'll, I'll be super honest about this. It's because I'm trying to make myself cry so that they feel bad that I'm dumping them. <laughs> as sad as that sounds, that was very dark. I what mean, I'm we, just saying. I, I'm that's just the only to, time you cry to a girl. I've never really cried to a chick. <laughs> I probably. I mean, I. But anytime I have, it's just like me being like, if you push out one tear right now, you're gonna look like as big an asshole. I you. She's talking about guys. Well, it sounds like ex- they're really crying. But yeah, they're really crying. But one my of them next... was her ex-boyfriend. But are these some guys that don't know her that well. They're well, she writes, to it was my college boyfriend would cry a lot, sleep deprived, whatever. My next boyfriend was super well adjusted, but would get randomly upset and start to cry. And of course, I would be there for him because we were dating. However, we recently broke up. There was a lot of tears, and there was there uh, shed there, and none were for me. But now the crying has continued with my recent casual dates. Casual dates. I was seeing one guy for three weeks, and he got attached too quick. And I thought it would be be nice to tell him I wasn't feeling the same way in person. And he started crying. Oh my god! It could be something so much to the point where I was uncomfortable and asked him to get out of my car. After that, I took time off from Tinder and met a new dude in person who seems really chill and funny. The second night we spent together, he started silently crying to himself after (laughs) I tried to go to bed, and I turned to ask him what was wrong because basic human kindness, right? We then spent three hours discussing his mom issues. Wow! Wow! Sorry about the rant and all the background details, but I'm just lost to what to do at this point. My friends have no answers, and we all question how I keep getting these criers. So. Why is J Train? I think. Please tell me what uh, is this the dating scene or do you think it's me? Sincerely, Cryarella. Cryarella. Like Cinderella. LOL. Maybe. Yeah, I like it. That's why I like it. Uh, What do you think? This is interesting. One of two. This is really interesting, Mm. man. It really is. Uh, And have you cried to a girl? (laughs) I'll admit to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I. I, I've cried to a girl. Yeah, I've cried to my wife. Sure, I've cried in front of my wife. Not, not. Yeah, I've cried. uh, Yeah, totally. But I, and I'm th- one of the I, worst I know, I said, I I know what I said before, but I, I do think I might have cried. At but some not point. as much as these guys are crying. No. And the other thing is, one of the worst ones I had is one time <laughs> I had a girlfriend and we had sex in her dad's van in a parking lot near my mom's house. You had sex I, in her dad's van dad's at van your mom's with, parking and, lot. No, no, my mom's parking lot, like near my mom's house okay. in a parking lot. And I cried after sex in the van. Like when what, we were, what was it I, about? What? I think I just was like emotional. I think I was really into it. And I was just like, yeah. I was just pretty young. I was probably like 23. And I was like, I don't know, something, I was like head over heels into this girl. But something did it. I don't know what did it. I, I, that's one of the most embarrassing things ever. I oh cried. my God. In a van, in a parking lot. Down the block from where I grew up, and <laughs> I dated this girl. But we were, were you, dating. Was the sex good? Like, like I think it was like that. Like I was, I had such a connection to this girl that the sex was so good that I think that did it. But that's the only time I've ever done that. Like that's yeah. the only time I've done it. I don't usually cry. I'll tell you, this girl is very interesting case because it's either one of two things. I think go either it's the type of dude that she's attracted to and she keeps. But it can't, nobody is that on point that they're attracting dudes I that know. cry. Like, it'd be so tough. To it'd like... be so tough to, to get that much of a. To, to have this down. many. This many. I think it's her... Not, it's not even a bad thing if you really think about it. I think her personality is so... She must have such a warm, inviting, like, I can open up to you personality. She's like tapping into something in these dudes, unless they're just mm. like serial criers. She, her, her personality, the way it seems, she seems very nice from the email. Her yeah. personality is tapping in and making these guys feel comfortable way before the normal time you would feel comfortable in a relationship. And it's reminding them, so maybe she has a motherly feel to her maybe. or something. And See, she's, it's, it's interesting. It's a bad it's, thing. It's, 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 she means she's like a good person. Like that's what it means. It's interesting you say that. 
I I I think um, there's two, I think it's one of two things. I think it's that. I think I think the also thing is um, I bet you she's hot. I bet you she's hot and they're and crying. really nice to guys that, that she's aren't. hotter than. <laughs> <laughs> and way I to, think, way to stick to brand. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's something. It can't be something more I'm noble guessing, than that. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing right now. These chicks dance. So this hot. chick is so fucking hot. <laughs> This is what I'm thinking. This is the only thing that I can think of is that she's so hot and dating certain guys that are like funny and nice, but not exactly ever been with as hot a girl as her. That's and, very they're, real and they're like, they're, it's like it's, holding on to sand. They're like, they don't want to lose the sand that's in their hand, but they know they're going to lose it at some point and she's going to move on. It's a confidence thing. I'll tell she, you. They're saying, I think. I want to make fun of you, but this makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I want to make fun of the you. The only being... time I've grabbed on too tight to a girl is when I was like, I am batting out of my ballpark. I had, the, I had this happen to me. I, I didn't cry to her, but I was like so into it and I was so like. I, I was like, oh man, this is the chick for me. And look at how hot she is. And look at the, the and like it's such an ego thing. It's an ego thing where you're like, I can't lose this. So you 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 hold the puppy so tight that you kill it. Yeah, but I think does that make any sense yeah, though that she's I, so hot and she's I, dating I guys would, that maybe aren't as hot. But as But you her. know what? To be honest, I don't know if that would bring about crying more than it would bring about about desperation. Like no 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 no, don't leave, don't leave. You're hot. You're but super some, hot. That's what. Leave. But desperation. Crying is a form of that. Yeah, but I think, but then if you if you were like trying to hold on to something, you wouldn't cry in front of this hot chick. I think that a lot of guys, you go one or the other. I think you either go like angry or you go, I'm going to be so pathetic that she'll need to pity me to stay with me. <laughs> and <laughs> that is like kind of where, like I, because I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, I'm like, you get like, I, especially guys, and this is like our ego. And it's like you, like I've been hooking with a girl and I'm like, Especially when it's in a situation where, like, all these people know that we're hooking up. And if other people know about it, they're like, whoa, Jared pulled. Look at this. And it's like, okay, I don't want to be dumped now. I want to be the guy that pulls, you know? Yeah, but I think after a while, I don't give a shit about that. I, think I don't give a shit about that. I think but it's I, more I've been in that situation. That's why I can yeah. see. And I didn't cry, but I got to the point where I was like, Thinking about, it, I was like, man, I hope this girl likes me, I because she's so fucking hot. Or she has that. You, you might be right. She might have that quality of like the hot girl that you grew up with that you had the crush on, and she's reminding all these dudes of this one yes. girl, the one that got away, or the one that they couldn't get with, and they finally did, and they're so excited, yeah. they're crying, or they. It's like being but the, the king. one kid about the mom thing. She must remind him of his mom, and he just went. Maybe broke. that was a. He's got his own it's thing. Shakespearean. Yeah, you it's kill the king, you become the king. <laughs> All you think about is getting killed by the next king. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of what I think is going on here. Everybody's coming for the king. Coming for the What's king. That? Is that a Nas thing? What's no, that? it was it's, a. Uh, uh, it was the Wire. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Coming for the king. You want to? You want to hit? You want to kill the king? <laughs> Better not miss. <laughs> You best not miss. Best not miss. It, it, I'm just saying this is it has that to me. That's the only thing I can think of. Also, I can think of that she is so warm and like and also right. there's, a, there's the other side that I'm thinking of is where she's actually into these guys but being cold. There's a there's a thing where I've dated girls where like they're not exactly warm people, where they're so not warm that you're like, I just need to break down so I can show you that you'll oh, so take care that of me in that way. Me. No. I, no, I don't I don't know if I agree with that one. I think it it's gotta be a She's, she's hot making as fuck. she's super gorgeous like you said that could be part of it but she's creating such a welcoming like yeah. warm womb like I think she's atmosphere. out of these guys leagues. She's out of their league and it's such a, it like it just 
I want to know it's what she true, looks like so, so badly. I know. Ask her. Will they ever send pictures? I don't know. I'm really curious what it is. We'll find out. J Train. Really, that's a really that's a really interesting thing. Love it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Sean, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Are we doing news? Uh, we're gonna do some news. We'll come right back with some news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back, Sean. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. At Shawnee Time on Twitter, Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Defend your movie. That's the podcast. Get involved. It's super funny. Go listen to my episode we did about house guests. I'm sure you'll enjoy, and that kind of brings you into it. Shelby? Yo. How we doing, buddy? Pretty good. At Classic Shelb on all platforms. What do we got today? There's a big Tinder story that blew up over the weekend. Did you see it? I heard about this. It got, these, this couple met on Tinder, but like three years ago? Yeah, they both go to Kent State. One was, when they're 21, 22 now, so then they're like, you know, 17, 18. Yeah. And they started it off as, they just like kept the joke going by going like, hey, what's up? And then he would respond like two months later with like, oh, hey, my phone died. Three months later, she would respond, oh, hey, I'm sorry, I'm in the shower. It's so funny because they, I I did see this story. Basically, they they had this running joke where yeah, they wouldn't keep missing answer, each other. Keep missing each other. So Tinder, they'd be like, they would be on Tinder. Then like he'd be like, hey, what's up? And then three months later, she'd be like, sorry, I was just drying my hair. What's up? And then like as like a joke, as a joke. And they did it for three years. <laughs> and it's like how, meet the worst people in the world. Well, that's the thing. How do you not like? It, funny, like I just I love this like thing because let's play the interview a little bit because they they're like ah, I just wanted to keep the joke going and it's like dude weren't you fucking chafing from all the <laughs> masturbating you were doing how did he keep the he must he either been... had a girlfriend like is there an ex out there being like wait a minute he was dating me <laughs> during this gag play some of the interview yeah, he tweeted like the screenshots yeah. that's how it went viral and he went on Good Morning America they yeah. have them like separated. With a wall, like the old match game. They still hadn't met, and they're on Good Morning America asking them both questions about it while they still haven't seen each other. And then do they meet on Good Morning America? And then they meet on Good Morning America. Play some of the some of this stuff. So I'm gonna ask Josh. Josh tweeted out the this funny conversation that these two have been having for three years. Did you? And it went viral, by the way. Like people were like, "Oh my gosh, this is real." Did you clear that with Michelle first? Oh, oh no, I <laughs> not at all. Matter of fact, I didn't even know Michelle's last name until the day I posted it, and a friend of a friend commented her name in the bottom. So it took three years for even me to learn her last name. Oh. <laughs> That's a lie. He looked around. <laughs> I would have. I would have found her in also, five minutes. Also, he sounds minutes. creepy as fuck. This there was guy. something weird about him. Like but his Canadian. Voice. He's like, yeah. He's, he's like, like, oh, I don't even know her name. And there's a, there's a moment where they show her in this video, and you can see her being like, I can't believe I just spent three years on this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because she's, she's hot not even and fun. Yeah. And, and then, but also her, like, she's like, I just want to keep the joke going. Hey, yeah, ha, 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 ha. I'd be sitting on the other side, I'd be like, yeah, funny joke. I have to get blown now. Yeah, funny joke. You never met me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, all you're going by is pictures. Play, I, I feel sad about that. Play it again. 
And when, it, when you realized that the tweet went viral, what happened after that? Were you upset by it, Michelle? No, I was not upset by it. I thought it was hilarious, and it was great because um, just we got to share our little joke that's kind of been private between my best friends and I with the rest of the world. So I didn't mind too much at all. I, I'll be honest. I feel like we're in the dating game right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so nervous with both of you, but we want to do a little Look test to see hand. how is much he, you two really do have guy? in common since you didn't He's match good up look. on They're Twitter. both good looking. So, I, Michelle, I'm going to ask you, describe your perfect date. My perfect date would probably be anything that can get us laughing, you know, as long as we're having My a good time enjoying ourselves together. My perfect date would be uh, three together. years of not meeting this dude. <laughs> My uh, perfect date is not speaking at all. Yeah, like, that's the other thing. Like, they have to be together now. Yeah. Like, they, he's like, the new he, bachelor. There's no out. <laughs> he's the new bachelor. He's the new bachelor. I, I don't know. It's just, like, such a, like, a weird thing. Like, I, I, like, for him, it's like at certain point, because we do this on Tinder and all these dating apps. I, I'm there. I'm that guy that's like, they call it the pen pal. I've done that where it's like, if the conversation's going nowhere, I'm not going to go on a date. I'm just, I'm not going to spend the time. If we can't even work it out here, why would I go anywhere else? But I get that the joke is fun and funny, but there's got to be a point where this dude, like, he's either with someone else or he's with no one at all. And this is pathetic. He's with nobody at all, probably. And this looks way worse for him than her. Yeah. Like, like she... For her, like... It's like whatever. whatever. Yeah. Even if, even if you, you don't think of... But with, for him, it just looks like he was being... Not strung along, because he wasn't. They were yeah. joking. But for him, it looks more like a... Huh, we're still joking, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sounds like one of the dudes that's going to cry to her at some point. Like, yeah. oh, this is like... Yeah. He, like, didn't want to lose it. Right. He did it... Like... All you immediately think when you hear this is he did it in the hopes that they were going on a date at some point. But yeah. she might have done it like just like, oh, this is so cute and funny, but I'm not, I don't know if I'm into him, but this is funny. Yeah. But he's thinking it like, guys are always thinking. Like, we just don't want to lose it. Yeah, we don't want to lose it. We're is like, there any more to this thing? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I like that. All right, so Josh, right back at you. Your perfect date. Well, hmm. starts with a dungeon. I love outdoor <laughs> things. So if you're doing something outdoor, if we are snorkeling. Hold on, love outdoor things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would be immediately, I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> I see a girl on a mountain in a, in a thing, and I'm like, swipe left. Yeah. He's like, I love outdoor things, like building a shallow grave. Yeah. <laughs> Play it again. I'm fun like that. I'm but, fun uh, like most that. Most important thing is the food. Need good food. Does that sound good, Michelle? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Shut up, Michelle. Fuck you, Michelle. Fuck you. Yeah, right, Michelle? Bitch. <laughs> Oh, does that, oh, that sounds good, Michelle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have told me that 20 years ago, yeah. you fucking ass, two years ago. Oh, you yeah. like food and outdoors? What? Yeah. what, what Real really? interesting. Yeah. Oh, I love activities. <laughs> this is what I kept a gag going for three years, yeah. Italian food and a couple of jokes, you stupid asshole. He couldn't have been funny for five minutes and then gotten blown. He had to do three years <laughs> yeah. of this shit. Uh, I, is there any more? There's a little more. Can I say that? Okay? Right. Yeah, there's a video you can find. I'll tell you Another thing is, okay, here we go. What is your go-to song at a karaoke bar? Oh, here Summer we go. Summer '69. I sing it every Wednesday. Oh, Michelle sounds hot. Oh, Love this. What a great answer. Yeah. My go-to song would probably be "Oh, All of Me" by John Legend. I belt that song. Uh, get the really? fuck out of here. In the shower. What a what a pussy. Fucking that is such a hack. Yeah. Applause. Did you hear the girls go, oh? Yeah. You're going to sing that at karaoke? He's still trying to get the date. He's still trying to get laid. 
Even to the end, he couldn't like, even lay it and just been any, honest. If any of you girls would like, and the audience would like a three-year joke with me, just <laughs> let me know. My Tinder name is I'm a creep at Tinder.com. John Legend, all of me. That is an insane answer for a karaoke night. It's definitely a like relationship song. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a song where it's like, I'm trying to get laid, but I'm not gonna say I'm trying to get laid. Like he's like, Yeah, I'm probably gonna go with the one that you'd play while you're fucking. <laughs> You know that John Legend song? Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> well, Sean, thank you for coming on. Dude, thank you for having me. At Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. Defend your movie. Go check out his podcast. It's so much fun. You're going to love it. Shelby, thank you for coming on with some news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelby on Twitter and Instagram I, and Snapchat. I am Jared Free. JTrain56 on everything except Instagram. At Jared Freed on Instagram. We're at we're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.